0: In this new flexible world of work, we're all looking for ways to work better, smarter, and faster. With SAP Concur Solutions,
1: you can automate your travel, expenses, and invoices into one connected workflow for
0: an easy way to manage company costs. See every penny of spending even before it's spent and keep the process moving with handy apps so your team can work from anywhere. Move your business forward with SAP Concur Solutions. Visit Concur.com to learn more.
2: So here we go. This is another uh, Books of the Year podcast with Janine Cummins. American Dirt is a runaway bestseller. I'm reading there from the cover. Uh, but it clearly is one of the big sellers of 2020. Um, From wherever you get your podcasts, you'll be able to hear Matt and my conversation with Janine, but she's still in a a snowy, I was going to say studio, but presumably you're in your house, Janine, are you?
0: Well, luckily I have a a separate office above the the garage. Otherwise you would be listening to children running around and a dog barking (laughs) on this snow day in New York. So, yes.
2: Okay. Now we have children of our own running (laughs) around. We don't want to hear anyone else's. Um, so this, so so here comes the question and answer session. Um, uh, Janine. So first of all, question number one, the last book that you really, really enjoyed, as I've mentioned before, the second really kind of carries a lot of weight. So it's not just something that you thought, oh, that was quite good, but you really, really enjoyed.
0: Okay. Well, I know I'm really late to the party on this one, but I read Nickel Boys this summer by Colson Whitehead. And That book just blew me away. I I read it directly after I think it was the first book I read after I finished reading Isabel Wilkerson's um, nonfiction book Cast, which is an astonishing um, review of racism in the United States from slavery to today and really draws the bright lines in ways that I think people are often reluctant to see. So then reading Nickel Boys um, directly after reading that book just blew my mind um colson whitehead is such an amazing writer and the story the way that he crafted that novel i think structural acrobatics in that book to to bring in the big twists and surprises and then also trying to understand how and why he made those choices because he kind of knew you know how the reader would feel about certain things if he revealed them up front um so he saved them and then revealed them at the moment that made you gasp out loud uh it just is an amazing novel I know it was well lauded but I felt like it should have been um even (laughs) more lauded because it was it was just stunning beautiful heartbreaking Uh, and also a page turner which is it's hard to get all of that into one book
1: if we we were to be at your house now with the kids running around and the dog and everything else and we were looking at your bookshelves just just describe your book collection is it is it mostly fiction is there there a genre that would that would leap
0: out i'm a sucker for beautiful prose so i don't you know, when I was younger, I didn't need a plot at all. I could just read pretty sentences all day long. And in the last few years, I don't know if it's my age or what, but I really find a good, thrilling, propulsive plot to be almost essential to a good novel. I just get bored or distracted too easily these days. So it's finding that sweet spot between a beautifully written book that's a page turner. Um, That's what I'm always looking for. And so I have the sort of gamut on my shelves, you name it, I probably have it
2: here. Uh, is there a book? I always think this is a weird question. We ask this every time, and I always think it's a strange question <laughs> because you, you can love a like, you can love a book like Love like American Dirt, but I wouldn't like to step no, inside the no. world of American Dirt. Yeah. Is there? So, the, but the, but the question is is about world building, really? And is there a book? Have you ever read a book that you would like to step inside of?
0: Yes, I'm sure. Do you, have you guys read the Jasper Ford novels? It's yes. been a while since yeah, I read yeah. him, but, you know, he writes these books that you literally step inside of and it, they're fascinating. They're, my sister is a huge fan of his. And those are, those are really cool books for, for this question specifically. I think anything by Gabriel Garcia Marquez, mm. um, just because the, the world that he creates is so lush and so beautiful. And I would say anything by Yeats for the same reason. It's the, the beauty of the landscape and the language. Um, it's just incredibly seductive. I think, I mean, the obvious answers would be like The Lord of the Rings and The Chronicles of Narnia, which are books that I read when I was younger. And I would love to visit those worlds, but I'd also love to come back here when I'm done.
1: Well, that, that brings us on to uh, the, the next question, which are what, what are the books that stand out from your childhood? So other than um, C.S. Lewis and, and Tolkien, are, are there any other books either either that you read yourself or that were read to you?
0: Books in my childhood were the the reason that I'm a writer. You know, Bridge to Terabithia was a big one. Tuck Everlasting was a big one when I was a kid. But I think the most... Um, life-changing novel I ever read in my whole life, childhood through adulthood, is Mildred D. Taylor's classic, Roll of Thunder, Hear My Cry. Um, That book changed my life. It absolutely blew open my mind. It made me look at the world from a new perspective. It made me understand something new about empathy. Um, It made me understand something new about injustice and what kind of person I wanted to be in the world and what kind of force I wanted to exert in the world um, to make things better. You know, Uh, it's a, it's an amazing novel. I've tried to get my kids to read it. I think they're a little too young, Um, but it's also a different time now. They're, You know, that that novel is about a family living in the Deep South. They are dealing with, you know, incredibly dangerous, entrenched KKK style racism. And what Mildred D. Taylor does so beautifully is put you inside the skin of these characters. So you really feel their fear and the injustice and um, how they managed to survive and thrive against all odds. And uh, she's exactly the kind of writer that I've always wanted to be since I first read that book when I was, I think, 11 years old.
2: Uh, Janine, the next question, is there a book that always cheers you up? I maybe mean, people use books for different reasons. Is there one or, or maybe an author that you would just go back and think, OK, I'm feeling better now?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Anything by Anne Patchett. She's so she's so great and she makes you feel like maybe we're not all going to hell in a handbasket or, you know, maybe we are, but <laughs> <laughs> um she, there's some, but maybe we can have fun along the way. I don't know. There's something about her writing. She gives me hope. Um She always seems to be able to turn on a light switch in some corner of my mind that makes me feel uh like, Comforted, I think, and and then this last year, as I was going through, you know, this incredibly public um, sort of hate storm surrounding uh, the publication of my novel, I read a lot of Thich Nhat Hanh, um, and I found that to be incredibly comforting. You know, he. I mean, I'm not a Buddhist, but I get it. I mean, it really he helped me to remember like how small I am and how insignificant all of this is. And that, you know, you return to your innermost core. You return to your intention. You do everything with intention. You follow your own heart. um, And that's what matters. And so that was I find him. I don't know if I can say he cheers me up, but he calms me down for sure.
1: Okay. Is is there an author, Janine, that you'd like to meet? My guess is that once you've had a, a runaway bestseller, all the doors are open, and you get invited to all the very uh, swankiest parties, and therefore get to meet anyone you want to. But is is there an author you'd you've yet to meet that you'd like <laughs> to?
0: Oh yeah, of course, so many. I think um, I mean this year has been insane because the pandemic happened and there were other factors that meant instead of being on my 40 city book tour uh I was at home on the couch so I haven't had the year um that typically an author would have if they had the the number one best selling novel you know in the country um but I have had the opportunity to meet lots of my personal heroes and it's been wonderful um I think some of the writers that I tragically will never have the opportunity to meet are people who have already passed. I would have loved to have met Marquez. Um, What an astonishing mind he had. But I feel like so many of us writers uh, carry his influence in our in our hearts and in our brains. And they, you know, in that way, he carries on the legacy of what he created in the world. Um, And I would say the same goes for Toni Morrison, who lived right here in my community. Um, I never had the opportunity to meet her, but such a beautiful mind, such an astonishing, um, creative soul. And I would have loved the opportunity specifically in light of what our country has endured um, over the last four years to sit down with her and, um, Listen to the wisdom um, that she accrued over the the course of her astonishing career.
2: Final question in this Q&A, Janine, is, uh, I mean, you've you referred a couple of times in this conversation and our previous conversation about Ireland and uh, clearly your love of literature. You spent a lot of time in Belfast and uh, I would like to ask you a very tricky final question, which is this. What's the best pub in <laughs> Belfast as far as you know?
0: Oh, that is an impossible question to answer um there's so many i worked at two of them i worked at the crown bar which at the time that i was there it may still have i don't know it had the distinction of being very proudly i will say that people often said oh it's the most bombed (laughs) uh no the europa hotel across the street was the most bombed hotel in the world so every time the yeah yeah so every time the Europa was bombed, the, the windows in the Crown Bar would go out and, you know, they would get blown through. Um, anyway, there are other reasons to visit. And I love the Crown Bar. It's beautiful. Uh, stained glass everywhere. The tiles on the floor. It's a, it's a gorgeous bar. But there's a lot of tourists there. So if you're looking for something a little bit more um, like where the locals drink, There is the Garrick Bar on Chichester Street, beside City Hall, uh, where I also worked for a while. And that's a great place, a very locals kind of a pub. Um, And then also I would say Morrison's, which might have a few younger people in it than the Garrick. Um, Both great places to sit and have a pint if you find yourself in Belfast.
2: I, I it sounds to me as though you're yearning just a little bit and then actually if if it were possible you wouldn't mind just popping back for a you know, just for a, a short stay.
0: Uh oh, yes. I, I mean actually I'm yearning to go anywhere right now because we've all been That's trapped right. in <laughs> this house together since February. <laughs> yes, uh, but um but I do miss Ireland. I miss Belfast. My husband is from the West Coast from Mayo. And, um, we usually go every year and we haven't been able to go because of the pandemic. So we are missing our, our cousins and our, um, our family over there. And yeah, I would really love to be like bellied up to the bar in Morrison's right now, having some icy cold concoction, but alas, I am here in the snow. And a pie, and a pie, maybe yes. A- a steak pie or a, a chicken pie, pie. <laughs> yes and a pie. absolutely yes absolutely sign um, me up
2: all right uh janine cummins thank you very much indeed for talking to us american dirt is out in paperback and janine uh, thank you so much for talking to us again
0: thank you for having me i enjoyed it very much